Hello and welcome to our podcast. Enter freely and of your own will. Whoa, that went so far off script, I couldn't even keep up. I am your co-host, Krista Hunziker. And I am your co-host, Christian Madonna. And I am thoroughly confused on our opening this time. <laughs> I threw Krista for a loop. <laughs> but welcome to Drug Mythology. We are continuing our vampires around the world. This time we're going hop, skip, and a jump away from last week's episode, uh, which was the Philippines. Now we're going to the Malaysian Peninsula. What, what? Yeah, we're going all the way from the Philippines to Malaysia. Mm-hmm. They're your neighbors. Right, and they have such cool vampire stories, and I'm just ready to get right into it. Me too. So, last time we talked about the Oswang, which is horrifying. And this oh. time we're talking about a different vampire, which is also horrifying. They're all horrifying. <laughs> some... There is no sparkling here. No, some more than others, but frankly, there's a bar that they've all reached. Right, I we chose them for that specific reason. We're the... like, like, these guys are all fascinating and horrifying. Nightmare fuel. But right. also fascinating. Such uh, <laughs> fun nightmare fuel. <laughs> such creativity in the folklore and myth around them. Mm-hmm. So this one is an, oh my god, I'm so, so sorry. I'm going to mess this up so much. It is the Penangalan. Penangalan. No, I think I got it right. Penangalan. You, pro- you probably got it right. I probably fucked it up. <laughs> Why would I try and explain? It's, it's Penangalan. Why would I try and tell Come you on. how to pronounce something I have no fucking idea? It's Penangalan. Yes, and it's also called the Penangal, or Penangalan, which is what I just said, literally means detach or remove, which is giving you a bit of a heads up about what this guy's M.O. is about. (sighs) Ha-ha! <laughs> Foreshadowing. <laughs> Heads up! Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ah, Christy got it's only joke. jokes if you re-listen to this episode. Okay, so we, um, this similar, this creature, and I'm going to say that there are many like it, but this one is ours. This creature can be found in Laos, Cambodia, Thailand, Indonesia, among others. It has so many different names, but its main thing is that it's a detached female head that floats on its own. Its stomach and entrails dangle below it, and they twinkle in the light or in the nighttime like fireflies. So this is a shiny vampire. That's some fucked up shit. I do not want to see that at night. Right? It's, a, it's awesome. Ugh. It's just a head? Yes. But it's only like that at night. So let's get into how Penangolin lost her head. How the Penangol got its Penangolin. <laughs> So basically, the thing is, it's a beautiful woman who has achieved beauty or other powers through some kind of like dark magic pact with demons, as you do. Maybe it's Maybelline. Maybe, Maybe it's, it's a pact with Satan. Yeah, you know, as you do. But the thing is, it's not like the pact itself that really causes this horrific transformation. It's actually the breaking of a pact. And specifically, I saw a few examples that was like, <laughs> there's like this pact that um, you don't eat meat for 40 days. Can't do that. <laughs> so no you would way. be a penangolin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because the thing is, is that if you get the munchies and you're like, I want me some bacon, you broke your pact. And I am an unnaturally beautiful woman. Yes, you are. <laughs> so you break your pact and then you become the penangolin. And basically what this means is like, at 
at night, so you become cursed. So at night, you're able to detach your head from your neck socket and pull out all of those grisly entrails that are connected to the spinal cord, right? So, so it still functions. You've got like a stomach and like a heart. Oh yeah, you have sliver. all of your like crucial internal organs. You got a pancreas in there somewhere probably, and it just all like comes out of the tube that is your body. Out that neck tube. Yeah, out that sweet neck tube. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and the funny thing, oh, the funny, but the interesting thing. It's all funny to us. <laughs> it is. The interesting thing is that the organs are actually toxic, kind of like um, xenomorph acid blood style. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you if you get hit by them, you'll like. Psst, ah, no. Your blood is actually a strength, not a weakness. Right. So she flies around at night. So she kind of like hovers and flies just ahead. It's just floating head. Does it have wings? Like, no, what it's just a floating head with guts. <laughs> and she lures. Ew. So she there's two ways that she hunts. She either lures people towards her with her firefly-like entrails, which you can think of like entrails in the night reflecting the moonlight. They're pretty. all like gross and like, you know, wet. No, not pretty. Yeah, so they look like fireflies. So that brings people to her. There's also another way that she hunts, which is she actually like can seep up through floorboards of a house to get at closed, an enclosed space, like women sleeping or cradles or something. No! Yeah, so she becomes basically like Ivan Ooze and just like <laughs> loops through the floor. <laughs> I don't want no Ooze head lady. Right? So her favorite blood is that of newborn infants. And I read, or someone mentioned um, that I saw online that it was particularly firstborns. So that's kind of an interesting sort of like plague aspect. So she loves newborns and she loves firstborns specifically. Recently delivered mothers. And my favorite, which is placenta. <laughs> A lot of these vampires are really jiving on the placenta. She just gets placenta from the hospitals now. Right. So the thing is, is that back in the day when you would have a kid, um, you would bury the placenta because like you don't need that anymore, right? So my favorite part is she's so jiving for it. She will like go in the dead of night and just like dig it up like a dog and then eat it. But with her, uh, what's she digging with her like she can pancreas? Move, she can actually move her entrails separately like tentacles, they say. Ah. Uh, this is also how she like ensnares victims. Uh, kind of like a mind flayer style. Oh, uh, like a yeah uh, beholder. Yeah, I kind of like beholder. Where you're just like, uh, right? So that's my gross. favorite part. <laughs> she's like addicted to placenta. She's so gross. So once she's done hunting, she comes back and takes a nice soothing vinegar bath. Well, when you've had a full <laughs> night's nice meal, full of, stomach. You got a stomach full of placenta. You're like, mmm, sweet nutrients for growth. Mm-hmm. So then she comes back, so her she like soaks down into that nice sweet vinegar bath, and while she does that, she actually shrinks her swollen guts back down to size so that she can like corkscrew her head back onto her body. Ew. Yes, just to wiggle back into that body husk. So that's awesome because like like the Asawang, she's a nighttime vampire, but also a daywalker. But. Can you decapitate her like an awesome? Because she decapitates herself. Yeah, that's the thing. You kind of can't. Like, because she'll be fine. Shit. But the thing is, is that <laughs> one of the ways to defeat her in this sort of style is you actually find her body, turn her around so her body's facing the other way. So that when her head comes back, it's screwed on the wrong way. <laughs> and then that way. Oh, you just prank her real that good. That way you know which one is the. <laughs> 
You just prank her real good. Right. So during the daytime, she can masquerade as a regular woman. But here's the most defining feature when you can't turn, make her do like an owl 180 or a Beetlejuice level prank. Is she, this woman constantly smells of vinegar, which is great. That's great. <laughs> and you have someone in your life that smells of vinegar. Either they're dying Easter eggs, or if it's not Easter, they're probably a penangulant. Or they're cleaning or clean. Vinegar is very common. It's true. We have a friend that uses vinegar to clean. She's probably a penangulant. Shush. Shit! <laughs> she is! Remember that time she wanted all that placenta? <laughs> She's vegetarian, but that's a lie. <laughs> So oftentimes, like I remember you said in the Asawang story, that they will take up jobs as butchers because of the blood and not hunting and the meat and stuff. Well, Penangolins are kind of the same. Instead of doing butcher things, though, they take up a job as a midwife. No, Asawangs can never get jobs as midwives. They struggle with that. How do Penangolins do it? Right, how do they not snack on the job? <laughs> Dude, it's like working at the concession stand. How do you expect me to not to have a... Yeah, a Mr. Goodbar every once in a while. Yeah, how do or you... the, the Goober? One of the chocolate candies. My, uh, bunch of crunch. Bunch of crunch. Mm. There's. Mm. You gotta have some bunch of crunch of baby placenta. For six bucks? Yeah, right. Even if I worked there, I'd sneak my own in. <laughs> so they get jobs at midwives. And one of the other things I saw that you could... Call the midwife. Oh, no, don't, she's don't a panagola. Don't call the midwife. No, don't call that midwife. Especially if she's smacking her lips while she's on that job. That's like one of the identifying features. And she smells like vinegar. And she smells like vinegar. And maybe her head's on backwards. I don't know. That's probably the last straw. She's just bad at her job so it seems like that <laughs> right so whenever they drink the blood of again they love like fresh born baby blood whenever they drink the blood of the newborn or the mother or whatnot they will uh, actually cause their victims to have a wasting disease so this is like which is like a theme with the other ones that we found like SIDS it's like sudden infant death syndrome like this is a one way to explain it yeah and the wasting disease kind of makes me think more of like tuberculosis where it's like a slow kind of a thing that just drains you of your energy. But for like a baby, you know, there's only like one one energy and then dead. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm like adult. Or there's like maybe five energy. I'm like kid know. is like 15 there's energy. There's four hour energy in there somewhere. Co- college students like 10 energy. Adult is like five energy. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Sometimes it's just one energy and they're just faking it. Right. So. Just like binoculars at work. Just like humans at work. All right. just faking it. So I thought that was interesting that a lot of these vampires are actually the causes of certain like diseases or sicknesses. Oh, totally. Totally. Uh, how, do you, how do you kill one of these guys? Okay, so here's the thing. Remember how I said she oozes up through the floor? Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that it's actually pretty common to bury sharp objects below a house when you're building a house. Oh, so that, you that way, like under the floorboards and the rafters? Yeah. D- for some reason, only floorboards was what I saw. I don't know. Rafters are for ceilings, so I understand where that didn't <laughs> But yeah, you basically want sharp, prickly things like pineapples, tacks, thorns. Some people line their um their windows with thorns. And the idea here is that when the penunculin enters the abode to be like, mm, give me some of that sweet baby blood. Heard you got that placenta. Like Home Alone shit style. They start getting tangled up in the thorns their entrails do and since their entrails are so soft it's just like a ripping horrific mess and they're like no sharp things and, oh, oh, so gross no I am not about that sharp things so then they like back up and sometimes women will sleep with um, knives or scissors under their pillowcases because the penangolin is like hmm give me some of that oh no she's got scissors oh, she's cutting off my she, spleen oh no got, the necessary she, bile for stomach for exactly. acid exactly she needs 
needs her organs to continue doing what she's doing. So she's like, mm, not about that sharp life, bro. And she backs the fuck out of there. Okay, so you find, what if you find the body and you like... So in addition to punking her by turning her around so that she screws on opposite, there is actually a way that you can kill one if you find her body. Does it also include like turning her up uh, around? Because, you know, why not have fun with it? I mean, yeah, you could also do that. But the thing is, is that like you see the body, you see that sweet neck hole that's just like an open gaping, like the end of a sock puppet. And you... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's gross. Okay, here. It's, I'm going to bring this into another context. It's like Thanksgiving turkey, right? And no, that's, the, the, that's neck... the ass you stuff, not no. the neck. Have you ever never stuffed a turkey? No. You stuff it through the neck and it's got the little neck flap. Oh, yeah. No, I've never stuffed so a instead... it's I <laughs> So instead of stuffing a turkey with like stuffing, you know, getting it right up in there through that neck flap. You don't stuff it the ass? No, it's definitely through the neck. I mean, you can also do that way, but the neck is also how you shove it down in there. It goes both ways. There's two openings. Okay, yeah, go on. So for the penangolin, the neck is obviously the more bigger hole to stuff things in. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Why are you stuffing stuff? Okay, go on. So instead of stuffing stuffing through a turkey, you know, it's the same process, except for the stuffing is broken glass. <laughs> you, gotta be, you, gotta, so you, you gotta be careful stuff, not to cut yourself in there because it's gross. Right, you just stuff that body cavity full of broken glass so that when she comes back to, like, you know, mothership comes down for landing and she, like... She's docking. Yeah, she docks in. <laughs> she, she must will, sink. Along the way, she will just, like, Spongebob, you're good, you're good. Like, scrape up all of her internal uh, organs going down. Right? Isn't that amazing? Uh, it's so great. This is... That's a good one. Oh, no. She's fantastic, and I love her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Gross. Gross, gross, gross. <laughs> Sweet dreams. <laughs> so, I will add on to this one little bit. Bring it back to the Oswongs, because the Filipino version of a Panagon is a Mananagal. Yeah, remember I said that they were like several different versions of this sort of same like detaching hunting vampiric creature. So yeah, it falls under like the Oswang umbrella, but it is totally more like this and it detaches its bottom half. So it doesn't do the head thing. It just does like, let me let me get rid of this legs and hips. Let me get into something more comfortable. Whoop. Let me just slip into a little something more comfortable. Oh, look, now who no longer has to go to the bathroom ever. I'm just a torso now. <laughs> I'm just a torso and I'm gonna eat your kids. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to add that one in there that's, uh, you know, just another version of this uh, Penanango. A similar, like, detaching or severing sort of vampire. Yeah, and, and it also, the Penanango in, you know, Tagalog also means to detach. Yeah, that's so cool. I love it. That's just cool. That's some scary ass vampires. It's gross. So cool. And there's a bunch of different um, Penangalan uh, videos, actually. Like, um. Gross! Uh, like Indonesia or Malaysian produced videos that I saw some clips online of. Ooh. And they are just as scary, but also like a little bit comical because it's a head flying through like the air in the 90s. Is it like watching the Blair Witch Project, but the Blair Witch is a flying head? Yeah, a bit. <laughs> And you're in Malaysia. Yeah. That is, that is another fascinating vampire around the world. I know. She's so cool. I love her. So that is our two vampire story. Two uh, uh, vampire story you might not have heard because, you know, these are, uh, at least to our Western audience, so we presume we have. You know, these are less lesser known. Statistics tell us. Statistically, we assume you're a Western audience, but just because we speak English. But we're trying to expand your horizons to some of these uh, vampires vampires from other regions that are so freaking cool. And also, once again, disclaimer, um, if anything that we've said is like horribly, factually inaccurate um, and you're from any of these countries, please
please feel free to let us know uh, through email. You can email us at drunkmythology at gmail.com. Yeah, no, email us. Let us know. Um, or if you have another favorite like vampire yeah. story from that region, that would be super awesome as well. If you got some stories to add, we can totally talk about them on the air. Uh, you know, but do, do recall, like, the lines are very regional variants, so the one you know might not be the same one we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Or it might be. Or it might be, and we fucked it up. a different name. We, we got our result. We got our research from the internet, so you know. It's always a fickle, a fickle mistress. Don't <laughs> believe everything you see online. Just the stuff you hear in podcasts. Yeah. So thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can check us out at drunkmythology.com. Um, All of Twitter, our social medias. Instagram. Fo- check out Fr- Friday's Oh yeah, Freight uh, Days are throwback. Posting all flashback Fridays. All of our uh, Halloween episodes, Cryptids last year were super great. We had Wendigos and we had a bonus Chupacabra. We had another all... Bloodsucker that we've already covered. So if you're like, hey guys, why don't you do the Chupacabra? I'll be like, we did. We did. And it turned <laughs> out I hate it. <laughs> but you have to listen to the episode to find that out. Personal issues with the Chupacabra. I loved it. Um... You know, <laughs> looking back, I was unduly cruel on the Chupacabra. Yeah, you were hating pretty hard. I was hating hard. But yes, so that's in the archives and you'll see it on a Fright Day coming up soon yeah, you, or possibly you, You'll see it right featured now. and on some social media and just keep, you know, following us and interacting as we go through these vampires and cryptids around yeah, the world. Yeah, tell us about your favorite vampires. Either on our social media, you can give us a post or a shout out or like tweet us or whatever the fuck that's called. And then like on email, just oh, be like, yeah. hey, I really like these vampires. I'll be like, sweet, we'll add them to the roster. Yeah, because we probably really like them too. We like them. Hell yeah. Like most of them. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Thanks, listeners. Yeah. So, bye.